Welcome to Preston's Super Show. News, sports, and a whole lot more. It's the Super Show, baby. Warning. This show contains material that is only suited for patriotic audiences and people who have a backbone. If you like God, guns, and glory, you're listening to the right show. Sit back or carry on and enjoy Preston's Super Show. Welcome to the show. Here we are. I am your host, Preston Olson, and we are talking about 1883, episode six and seven today. Episode seven just came out recently, and we still got four days until episode eight. So I want to just kind of recap episode six and episode seven and, um, you know, kind of just give you the skinny on, on what I liked and didn't like and, uh, you know, how uh, certain scenes stuck out to me and, and uh, certain ones I could do without. But o- overall, this has been a wonderful uh, series. And I wouldn't be doing a review on it if in some way or fashion I didn't like it. You know, I wouldn't do a review if it was just a a, a, fl- a dumpster fire. You know what I mean? If it was just a flaming dumpster fire, I wouldn't do a review on it. I would let it be what it is. Let's see, this deserves a review. And you'll also be getting reviews like uh, Halo when they debut their uh, new series. And also a little bit of Star Trek Discovery I'm going to mix in the boat. Because I feel like it's deserving after watching the first four seasons. So um, we'll go ahead and get into it today with episode 6 of 1883. Titled Boring the Devil. And this is in season 1, episode 6. And the summary goes as this. Shay helps Elsa cope with her loss. The group crosses another river and prepares to enter Indian territory. Thomas buys Naomi a gift. So that's kind of our big deal in this episode is they're going to the trading post that we were talking about in previous episodes that there really wasn't any civilization until this trading post. And you could tell in the crew, some of the people don't want to go in in the crew. They're kind of like, whatever, like there's nothing that that great going on there. Um, Wade and and Colton, they're kind of like, whatever, you know, there's not much going on there. And Colton's a figure that comes in this character. He's newer to this show, so he kind of makes his way in here. Um. But yeah, they're they're like whatever. It's not that important. But see, uh, James Dutton, Tim McGraw, and Margaret Dutton, played by the wonderful Faith Hill, they're like we're going. And Isabel May's like you know she's going. Clear her mind. Thomas goes, um, and Shay goes, um, and and it's kind of a, a a big group of them that go there. And there's quite a lot of people. There's people selling merchandise little tent set up like you would see at a flea market and everything is exact everything is real now this scene is really good because it shows you kind of what it was like to roll up on the trading post and there's kind of you know 
people see a pretty girl and all of a sudden they're going to be nasty. And that's kind of what happens here with Elsa. And, you know, tragedy has uh, befallen on her by losing her lover. But at the same time, she's carrying around uh, this axe, if you will. And she's just ready to swing her axe. She is just, if you get in her way, she is a firecracker. So at this point, she still hasn't fully recovered. So she actually draws her gun on this guy who's like making very snide remarks and snide comments. So she draws her gun on. And then uh, her father, James Dutton, comes over there after uh, Margaret Dutton calls for him. And he kind of, you know, breaks it up, like sends, sends her back home, sends those cowboys out. And um, that is a part that like I understand where they were going with it but the problem I have was a little bit overblown like she like I I just felt in a way it was a little overblown but uh, I I enjoyed the part because now we know that she has killed before and you know after the she killed the guy that uh, killed her uh, her lover and and he was a dead man either way right he would have been hung or or um something or someone would have got to him before then so he was a, that dude was a dead man either way is what uh it was explained to her later but for this scene i like the part that margaret dutton kind of gets to enjoy herself i i don't know just me maybe personally kind of like being out if you know you're being on this wagon train for this long you know you're stressed out as a mom I mean, I think this was a part for, like, wherever mom can relate. Like, I just want a few drinks and to be left alone. And that's exactly what she does with, actually, uh, Rita Wilson, uh, Tom Hanks' wife, uh, makes an appearance here as a store clerk in the shop. The only real true shop that's there at the Trading Post. Everything else is just tents and and, and assortments. But, uh, yeah, no, this was very uh, real and, and very made you feel like, you know, this, this, if this is paradise, it isn't much, but it's, it's better than nothing, you know, because at least you could get some goods and some wares and, uh, even do trading there. A, a lot of bartering happened there, uh, especially cause, cause money was, there was nowhere to spend it. So, you know what I mean? There was nowhere you were going around that area to spend it. So you, the farther you went West, um, the less there was. So, so uh you know things haven't been built up yet this this is still in that period uh of huge huge uh uh undertaking before the industrial revolution so we move on uh they get you know elsa gets back to the camp and she has a great scene with shay and their scene is very powerful because she's able to hear from shay who now he's experienced this deep loss. He's lost his uh, wife and his child to the smallpox disease. Lost his home, which really means nothing when you lose your your wife and your child. But uh, it just is part of the story. So, um, and he's you know very cold from the Civil War era. Very uh, cold from those days, and uh, carries around a lot of a lot of hate and a lot of resentment but he's also wise in his years 
um, and wise in, in a lot of ways, wise in his own conceits, but wise to other men and knows trouble. We'll get into that in episode seven. But with this episode, I really appreciated this scene because it's kind of like, here's someone who's dealt with all this loss and especially at one time, um, able to convey a message of hope, convey a message of sympathy to Elsa and basically stand in solidarity with her. And that allows her to see that, okay, bad things are going to happen. Sometimes extremely disheartening things, troubling things happen. But I have to not let that influence uh, how I am as a person, how how I uh, truly interact with other people. I can't let it make me evil. I have to allow that to you know, carry that with me, but I have to allow that to push me to be better. And that's the message I got. And it was very powerful. Now, Thomas is really hooking up with Naomi, who uh, is a gypsy woman who has two kids on this wagon train. And see, Thomas is a great character as he's the main character that's, uh, we weren't Black History Month, folks, you know, and he's the main black character in the show. And Thomas is, uh, a real testament of uh, African American history, and uh, you're you're actually seeing that. You know, here's this Pinkerton uh, detective, here's this Pinkerton agent of the law, um, serving a law, which uh, you know, certain serving a cause which doesn't even uh, truly want to justify him in in a, in a lot of ways. So. Uh, his character is very powerful in the way he handles himself and his demeanor. So it's no coincidence that Naomi picks up on that and she doesn't have a husband and that they have things in common. And Thomas is able to uh, be himself. He's able to let go and, and, and have a little bit of uh, his human self back that's been taken from the war and taken from the, the days of... Um, uh, being whipped and, and being beaten. Uh, so this is a very powerful show in that sense where you're, you're seeing all the main characters play a, a monumental role in this show. And we're going to be giving Elsa, you know, the awards and the accolades. And you're going to see that, uh, especially in the award shows that come this year. But we cannot leave out Thomas as one of the most powerful characters uh, I've ever seen. Very powerful. And we move on to uh, kind of the ending of the show where you have a little bit of fun at the trading post. You have some rough stuff going on uh, at the trading post, but that gets rooted out. As it would have back in the day, uh, because people wouldn't have wanted to be uncomfortable uh, where they were doing business. Um, so things like that would get taken care of uh, very, um, very quickly. And we continue on as uh, this show kind of uh, comes to an end in this episode. And you see that the most important thing that you know you could take away is that 
This is the second time they're going to have to cross a river on this show. I mean, this is something that would would have to be done a lot. This river is not as bad as the first one. Um, and the, and there's, they're able to make it through without too much of an issue. Um, and now they're in Indian territory when we move into episode seven. So I hope you enjoyed the first part of this show. I'm going to cut the break. And when I come back, we're going to be talking about episode seven, which is, uh, the best episode, uh, I've seen, uh, of any show this year. Lightning Yellow Hair, Episode 7. Just came out on February 6th. Um, so I encourage you to watch it on Paramount+. Plus. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be right back after these messages. Thanks for with, staying with me thus far. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Sounds good, right? There are a lot of places you can host your podcast. Those other podcast hosting sites love to make you pay thinking they're doing you a favor. Not at Anchor. Folks, this is free. None of Anchor's competitors make distribution and monetization as seamless as Anchor does. I predict Anchor to be the face of podcasting in the next five years. If you're an experienced podcaster or a newcomer, doesn't make a difference. Get your show on Anchor today. Download the free Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, download the free Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get started. staying with me so we're talking about episode seven which is the most recent episode lightning yellow hair it's the seventh episode of the first season and it premiered on february 6 2022 so basically the summary in short is elsa makes an unlikely friend the group faces a harrowing challenge from mother nature the camp searches for one of their own so let's start with uh the unlikely friend so they're opening kind of hanging out you know eating and relaxing and they have guests uh the indians are guests here uh, because this is their land and because it's their land they want you know to show love to the indians so that they know we're not here to disturb uh anything on your land or disturb you we're just trying to make it through and this is where uh, taylor sheridan said before that you know most uh, native american tribes would want uh to help 
uh, pe people on their passage. And, and uh, in, in old westerns, it's portrayed a lot differently. Um, so Sheridan is really good uh, with his writing and uh, you know with his idea of incorporating the Native Americans in the proper format. So there's a Native American there, and he uh, and Elsa kind of catch eyes, and uh, he asks her about her horse, and, and he's kind of you know questioning like, is that horse fast? Like, you know what I mean? What you know, kind of just just some open-ended questions. So you know her, she's a, like I said, her Elsa's character is a firecracker. You know, you can almost say it's a firestorm. Um, in a lot of ways and a quiet one too um, so you see that they uh, get ready to uh, have basically have a horse race and uh, there's one Indian there two feathers um, and he plays a great uh, great part um, but not to get too far into the horse race there's a great scene that happens here while they're eating where the cook gets really mad. Uh, James Jordan plays Cookie, who's the, sh the cook on this wagon train. Um, Thomas hired him earlier. Uh, now, his character is so, so funny because you see that he's got a mouth on him and, he, and, he's, saying, and he's saying some inappropriate words around the kids and uh faith hill's character um margaret dutton doesn't like that too much doesn't take too kindly to that and she basically you know when they get in line and uh this is after shay had kind of scolded him uh cookie about his language towards kind of these immigrants who didn't really understand what a food line was didn't know what a single file line was they didn't know how, how it worked they just thought it was a buffet they just walk up and they're filling their plate but there's an orderly thing here that has has to take place but uh and then uh joseph has a good line you know he's like well what about the indians they don't wait in line and shay uh and shay's kind of like they're our guests guests don't wait in line you know what i mean that type of thing so the guests to the front you know what i mean because they're the guests and uh, this is a good part because after Shay scolds him, Faith Hill's, you know, her character, Margaret, kind of walks up to him like, if you ever say that word in front of my, you know, son again, I'm going to put this fork right through you and kind of has one of the forks that she's going to eat with up to his side. And uh, that's a really, a really humorous part, but a really reality, you know, that people didn't want their kids influenced by bad language among other things because it was already hard enough on the on the wagon train so in this scene he he kind of gets the picture right and then uh james dutton has you know tim mcgraw has a good line he's like you know this could have could have gone a lot worse for you he's like you know and he's kind of like lesson learned and then i like how he goes you know well we'll see you know we'll see if it's lesson learned so they kind of put the fear in him right away and, and uh I give him credit. He played the part well. Cookie plays the part well. So the main uh, Indian that I'm talking about here that catches uh, Elsa's eye is uh, Sam, played by Martin Simschmeyer. And he's a really good actor. He plays a really good part. And um, he probably plays one of the better Native Americans that I've, I've seen in, in uh, a television uh, show. 
And Two Feathers is also good. I don't want to look past this part. He has a couple good lines. Um, and, and his part is significant. You know, that uh, it's not just one Native American here. It's more than one. And they're representing, you know, their tribe uh, while they're here eating. And this was something that was done. Uh, this is not, you know, fictitious. This is a reality of the wagon train. And it's, uh, it's played very uh, poetically in this episode and I appreciated that I think a lot of people did and the more I look out the more love I'm seeing this show get um, and, and that's another good thing it deserves that respect and that that command of the screen um, for everybody to at least be able to enjoy this one time um, if not more times so now with this horse race that happens the best part I liked about the horse race was that no one got hurt and Elsa's horse is way faster than this uh, Native American Sam's horse. <laughs> like, way faster. It blows her out of the water. And uh, she even drops her reins because she's just, like, in the in the mode. And then, like, uh, Colton uh, is kind of like, you know, uh, she she dropped her... Uh, she, she dropped her reins like she gave up and the other Indian two feathers is like she didn't know she she did that you know on purpose you know what I mean she did that on purpose she she knew she was winning um so then like uh Sam kind of confirms that you know she won and everything and he gives her a gift and uh it's a very nice uh homage uh, pays, pays very nice homage to her after this race and that was a very good moment um not the only moment they have in this show so we move forward to where we're uh kind of something starts taking place like a natural disaster starts occurring and this is in uh what we would consider as tornado alley so um there, this is very likely that this will happen and see we, there's no storm drains or sewer drains to get down in in these open fields there's nowhere to go you just have to find a hill and kind of shelter on the hill so luckily no one is seriously hurt from the tornado but Elsa and Sam have another moment where they kind of Elsa screaming and all of a sudden just like kind of taken in by him and then they're they're kissing and it's kind of like wow um, her character's really evolved you know, and, and you're seeing her character evolve uh, in front of you. So, kind of taking care of that unlikely friend thing, he makes another appearance. Um, the, the camp searches for uh, one of their own, and they end up stumbling on, because um, everybody got kind of split up for the tornado, so I don't want to move too far past that. But they're kind of searching for one of their own now. They're, you know, and uh, Faith Hill's looking for Elsa, uh, her daughter. Uh, so Margaret doesn't looking for Elsa, her daughter, in the show. And uh, the rest of them are looking for where uh, some of the cattle had got spooked to. And then there's some other rustlers, some bandits, that they've kind of run up on. And it's four of them versus about 12 or 13 of these guys. So... A shootout incurs, you know what I mean? And Elsa's almost killed uh, three people on her tail, and she's riding as fast as she can. She got, you know, her, uh, her James tells her to go ahead. And uh, they're going and going and going. And uh, 
they pull up on her like they're gonna kill her she drops the reins and she just keeps riding and riding and then uh, the Indians come in um, and both Native American uh, characters play a pivotal role here in saving these people on on the uh, on the uh, wagon train and say so they save uh, save Elsa and Sam's characters like is so furious and so ready for war so ready for combat there's nothing to him and he is just you know slaying these these dudes that try to come and kill Elsa while the other guys are fighting two feathers helps them rolls up on them putting some shots in them and, and helping uh, fend these guys off Shay's hit in the head uh James is shot in the rear end and Thomas gets uh hit in the uh in the kind of like the, the the side leg that area uh more of a graze you know and, and they kind of have a funny moment Shay and, and um Tom, Thomas do where he's you know Shay's like you know Thomas looks like you used up all your luck and he's like well what about you and he looked at his foot and there was you know blood dripping on it and then he felt like his head and he's like oh okay he got hit you know what I mean he grazed his head and he's like looks like you looks like you used up all your luck too you know what I mean that was a really funny part but a very sad part because you know you don't want to see you don't want to see your you know some of your favorite characters get hurt but that's all part of the show and it was very well done what a uh, very well choreographed and, uh, very you felt you felt it you know uh, those um, undertones of, of just realness and, and a lot of depth to these characters and uh, Shay actually pushes out the bullet from James Dutton's uh, rear end and, and that part's pretty gruesome um, then we have and he also helps Thomas get uh, get the get the bullet out there too um, and then we have uh which is really the only part that they they kind of messed up on in this episode. The only critique I have is that when Margaret Dutton gets on the horse and she's very stern about going to find her daughter. Um, and it's weird that like Colton and Wade did, you know, like they weren't already on top of that. But that that is what it is. Like, I'm not harping on that because she asked them, you know, Colton and Wade to watch her son while she goes look for for Elsa which that makes sense that adds up because they come back without her because they all got separated but the because of the storm and then when the shooting started she knew something was wrong so you know the mother's instinct which is very real so I, this part is very real but the part I didn't like was that uh, she gets on the horse gives Colton the gun well Colton doesn't give her back the gun doesn't put the gun back on the horse so then later on you see um, like a, one guy kind of rides up on her and in that part he's kind of like give me your horse give me your horse and she's already had her gun she's got her gun drawn and she's never seen her get her gun back so that was kind of one of the like only critiques I have of the episode one thing I really noticed that stood out that she never got that gun back and she has it here in this scene kills this guy which is kind of like random Um, because I don't remember you know I remember you know, they counted all the guys that the bandits Shay did and then said how many were there. But then it seemed like 
how did this one dude just kind of like sneak away but he's like hurt and he's kind of like wound, you know he's wounded but he's talking still so that part was a little bit weird altogether but i mean i'm not trying to rip on her chance to shine because she's a great character i'm just saying like she never got the gun back and all of a sudden she's got the gun so that was the only blooper there but i'm still going to give this five stars uh, because this was a five star episode episode six i gave four stars just because it was just a little bit slower but uh it had those moments and those parts that were very dramatic which is what the show is drama so and it was really a historical drama at that um in, in uh set in a western um so this has uh been a, a great ride so far i can't wait in four days we get to see episode eight um and i'm truly truly excited for it um and i i've loved every second of this show you can't turn away from it it's, if you do you you miss too much so you want to be glued in while you watch it so episode eight comes out february 13th uh that's titled the weep of surrender but i have a hidden gem for you today make sure i throw out my hidden gem to everybody um and please like this subscribe share with 10 friends um, but yes, the hidden gem of the day is a movie I just watched recently called The Avenue. I'm a big, I'm big on Paramount Plus right now and uh, Roku Channel. Uh, those are kind of my main two right now, just because they've kind of had shows that have held my interest. Um, but you can find this on Paramount Plus, among other places. There's other places you can find it, but I watched it on Paramount Plus called The Avenue. In short, it's a story about a down and out gambler. You're gonna love it. Um, it was an excellent film i've given it four stars out of five stars because my ratings of five star ratings is the most you can get from me so four out of five stars uh a great indie vibe but also a great story and a compelling story and also not too overblown with like mafia stuff and gangster stuff it's very very well thought out but you're gonna appreciate that uh i believe it's directed and uh, who also plays in it is brian verdick and brian verdick is a great filmmaker so you're going to want to check this out the avenue make sure you go and watch that um after you check out 1883 and it's a good change of pace ladies and gentlemen just like the hands of time i'm turning it over to you good night everyone